I'm Laree Williamson, CEO of Agriculture for Life. Today, we're talking farm safety with Mona Barsoff of Fortis, Alberta. Welcome to our podcast studio. Um, we're delighted um, to have you come and we're going to talk a little bit about farm safety. But first of all, um, tell us a little bit, uh, Mona, about what you do. What is your job with Fortis? Well, I'm in the communications department. I'm a communications advisor. Um, and I, I do have a passion, though, for agriculture and power line safety. Uh, that's my background is I was born and raised on a farm and I even went to an uh, college, studied uh, uh, in the agriculture uh, environment, and have seen firsthand the dangers that uh, farmers face. And so let's step back a little bit and, and um, can you tell us, I mean, we know Fortis. I mean, we're in Alberta, we know, you know, Fortis, Alberta. But what is it that Fortis does? Uh, Fortis, Alberta is a, we're really a poles and wires company. We serve uh, half a million customers in the province. Uh, so 240 communities uh, using 124,000 kilometers of distribution power line. That's what we are, is we're a distribution electric utility. Wow. Well, I know you're in my area and I always see the Fortis trucks um, driving around, so I know that you're busy. Um, and so Fortis, we have um, power lines above ground, below ground. Well, we have 124,000 kilometers total power lines. Okay. And our system is for the most part, it is an overhead power line system. So I'm gonna say at least three quarters overhead. Okay. Um, and then of course in towns and cities, uh, and even in some people's yards, if that's what they wish, the power lines are underground. Okay, so we've got a little of that. And it's I think it's something that a lot of us take for granted uh, every day is, um, uh, the poles and the power lines and and you know we flip the switch and we have our electricity and we're and we're happy um, but as we've mentioned it's a big concern when it when we're working we're in and around the power lines and of course uh, the farm environment um, is is one that is of great concern uh, where 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 did you develop your interest in obviously you were born and raised on the farm but how did you I mean you've dedicated a career to raising awareness around the hazards on the farm when it comes to, to power line safety uh, tell us a little bit about that how did you get into building awareness and promoting farm safety well we analyze all of the incidents that happen contacts with our power lines and uh, when you analyze them you see that there's some industries that could potentially be more at risk than others mm -hmm. And just with my background in farming and the fact that we really serve a lot of, well, 60% of Alberta's farms. So just by virtue of who we are and where we are, we uh, you know, need to be concerned about those customers who are most at risk. And um, I mean, right after construction and transportation, agriculture is one of those industries. Okay. And you know, understanding the way life is on a farm and farmers and who, who they are and how they have to work, they have a fairly tight timeline, a window, a growing season, and uh, during that time they can be under a lot of pressure, have to work very quickly, long hours, and manage many different hazards. Mm -hmm. And we 
have uh, in analyzing the incidents realized that that's very often when the incidents and the contacts with the power lines have occurred. So they're out moving the equipment and like you say it's you know it's high pressure they're out they're working hard they're working long hours um, and a lot of us like I said we don't think about the power lines now we know that the farmer themselves they, they have to think about it because um, you know wherever they are they're moving equipment whether they're you know out on the highways or they're on their own property um, let's it, it, power line safety and awareness isn't new Right, we've been. In fact, the other day I saw an example of a of a of an ad from the '70s that was warning, you know, farmers watch out for those overhead power lines. So what's changing? Why are the incident rates going up? Is that something that you've seen through the years? Well, since 1950, farm equipment has doubled in size. That's the issue. Okay. The issue is that now. I mean, I don't need to tell you this. If you you yourself are on a farm you know that the size of farm equipment is absolutely huge. Yeah. Our power lines have stayed approximately the same. Okay. So the, the equipment's getting bigger, the power lines haven't changed. Um, probably a lot of farmers born and raised on the farm, um, maybe not taking into consideration that the equipment's bigger. Right, yeah. and then they're caught by surprise. Okay. And the other thing too is that, uh, you know, of course, we know the way that farming has, has, has grown into be, you know, if you're in the game, you're usually farming a lot of land. Yes. And then that means you're moving it from property to property. And so of course you have road entrances and exits and all that kind of thing. You have to put it in transport mode, the wings go up. And then of course with that, then is a, you know, a very tall piece of equipment. Yeah, so, so give me an example of an electrical hazard um, that might occur on the farm or in a rural area when they're moving the equipment. Uh, okay, so just analyzing our incidents this year so far, we're in 2021 there. To date, there have been 38 uh, incidents involving uh, farming, farmers. Uh, so the first incident that I was looking at was um, a farmer who was moving his grain auger and he misjudged the height of his auger contacted the line. Uh, the second uh, situation that occurred earlier in the summer, well a couple of them actually, uh, cleaning out irrigation pivots and uh, the pipe was tipped up and contacted a line. Another one was uh, in fact not contact with the line overhead but somebody moving a set of harrows and they snagged the guy wire. So that's the yeah, the line that anchors that anchors down. Yeah, and so they contacted that, managed to bring the pole down, and of course the wire onto the tractor. Oh no! Okay. So those are just three examples yeah. of the uh, the an analysis I was doing this morning of our incidents. So thirty-eight, and this might be a trick question. What's an average? You know, what is an average number of incidents or or contacts that happen every year? Do you know that? Well, for us, we've been averaging around. Uh, 300 to 350 Ooh, okay. a, a year. Okay. That's everything combined. Okay. okay. In the agriculture sector, in 2020, so for example, there was close to 400 incidents, well, over 400 incidents, but 63 of them were farming related. Wow. Okay. So we got some work to do to yeah. remind people to, to keep an eye out. So what is the advice, Mona, then? So we, we know that that's a hazard. We know the farm equipment equipment's getting bigger. Um, 
what is that key message that we're trying to get out to the farming community to remind them to, st to stay safe? What, what are some of those key messages? If I had very few words, let's say if it was some kind of a, you know, I'd have to do it in a, in a charade or something like that, yeah. I would act out, know the height of your equipment. Perfect. Yeah. Know the height yeah. of your equipment. All too often we've seen somebody on their way home with a new piece of equipment or borrowing somebody's or they've got a, a young worker or somebody that's not as familiar with that uh, piece of machinery uh, working and uh, they have made contact with the line. So that's the first thing is know the height of your equipment. And I think secondly, have a safety plan. Try and set yourself up as much as possible mm -hmm. in planning your farmyard and planning your entrance and exits from your property and all of the other properties that you have to go to, going up and down the road. Even where you plan to place your bins, it's really important because that's where you're gonna be lowering and raising the grain auger and the, the boxes of the truck when you fill those grain bins. So those are things, really important things to keep in mind. Train your people. Make sure that there is a safety plan in place. Um, and know what to do if you do make contact with a power line. And that's a good point. What, what do we do? If you can at all, break contact with the line. So let's say if a line's come down on your tractor, let's say. Mm -hmm. If you can, either go forward or back and break contact with that line. But if you can't and you uh, are, feel that you're in, in danger, you're gonna have to exit. Uh, but if you're okay, just stay in the cab of the truck and call emergency services and also contact the utility. Okay. And just stay put until we arrive and de-energize the line and assess things. Um, but if you have to get out of the cab of that vehicle, then it's incredibly important. It's, so there's something called step potential and touch potential. You need to keep your feet together and jump with your feet together, landing together on the ground. And okay. then don't touch the cab or anything else. Then keep your feet together and shuffle. Shuffle away for 10 meters. Okay, okay. And, uh, and I think it's important, yeah, don't touch anything, right? Keep your feet together, shuffle, shuffle away. Um, so what if you come across a down power line? Same thing, don't go near it. Call emergency services or? The first thing, the most important thing is that you should assume that it is energized. You really don't know. I mean, the line may not be energized, who knows? But you don't want to find out. So assume that it's energized, keep everybody away, contact emergency services and contact the utility company. Okay. And is there, have you seen, I guess when you're, when you're analyzing, is it a lot of uh, hired help that are contacting? Is it the, the whole, like the farmer that's been farming the land for, for years and years? Have you seen uh, sort of a, a, a particular operator that's, that seems to be connecting with the, with the power lines more so? It's really, and you know what, that's a very interesting question because when I look at our data, I was looking particularly for is there a problem in southern Alberta or maybe is it something in the north, but we, fair, we see it that it's fairly geographically uh, evenly spread amongst okay. the farms, okay. maybe a little bit more in the south because there tends to be larger, uh, you know, pieces of land that, that people are farming and bigger equipment. Um, but uh, really across the entire province. And no, I would say that it's everyone. In fact, 
Uh, last year there was an incident with a father and son. Um, so it can be really anybody. It can okay. be someone young, it can be somebody who's helping out on the farm, or it can be somebody who's worked there for 50 years. Okay, so that, that's a key point is it's not, you know, it's not, oh, it'll happen to them. It's not going to happen to me. It, it's, it's happening to everyone, whether you were born and raised on that farm or whether you've got some hired help or the, the you know, the kids. Um, so you do have to take the time to, as you say, to, to know. Um, and, and something that you'd mentioned earlier to me that I, you know, I don't think a lot of people would know is the weather plays a factor in, in, the power lines in you'd mentioned that the heat they drop a little bit mm -hmm. can you tell us a little bit about that because I don't think a lot of people think about that well you know it, there's a lot of variables in, in our so it's not you know it's not that you could say that okay our power line is is always at exactly this height so, so so we do say you need to stay seven meters safe from our power lines and that's a campaign that we have been uh, promoting for about 20 years look up and live stay seven meters safe but just on a day-to-day -day basis, uh, take your take a power line, let's say that's at a field entrance. Well, if it's 42 degrees that day, there's gonna be more sag. And of course, if it's a day when it's, let's say 40 below, and there's been a whole bunch of snow, then of course, there's snow on the ground, ice build up on the ground. Again, that's gonna impact the, you know, the clearance that you have. It could be a day when there's, it's really rainy and very, very foggy. And of course, there's greater conductivity with the moisture in the air. Yeah, and I think that that's important because, as I mentioned, I, I wouldn't be thinking about it, right? Um, you know, and again, we come. If you've been on the farm or you're moving the equipment and you've made that trip 101 times, you know, you're you're maybe taking for granted that oh yeah, I've done it, I'm fine. But if weather's playing a factor, as you say, there's other variables. The roads, you know, there might be build up on the road, so there's always something to be thinking about. Mm -hmm. Um, and so when I'm looking at the seven meters, um, do I, how do I measure that is with my farm equipment? So do I call, do I call Fortis? Do, do you come out and say, you know, help me to understand my power lines, the, the height of it, or, um, is there a magic formula around that? Well, we are happy to work with our farmers, in fact, to help them to understand their their tight spots or the areas where they really need to keep their eyes open perfect yeah yeah and we're okay. always trying to we've got our eye in fact on a couple of things right now that we're looking at to uh, to help aid uh farm safety okay perfect that's what i wondered because i thought well you know if i've you've you've given us some really good points to think about when planning your 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 yard where you're putting your equipment where you've got your bins all those things uh so take the extra time and, and call a professional out to walk through your site with you um, and do some extra planning and um, you know to know that your team is willing to do that that's fantastic um, you know it's it's well worth well worth the family farms time to have someone come out and plan it out properly the way that we look at it uh, Lurie is that there's um, there's a social cost to contacting a power line and that is that you could create a power outage for the whole community mm -hmm. and it could be during the the hockey playoff <laughs> yeah you're not popular then <laughs> you know so, that, so that's not good there's also a financial cost if you damage our facilities there I mean we if you damaged our facilities we may have to uh, have you make good on what you've damaged and there's the worst cost which is you know the human cost 
and that is if somebody is, is uh, injured or killed. Mm -hmm. And I think people need to, to remember that, yes, contact with the power line can kill you. We did some research a few years ago just trying to really get to our heads wrapped around what it is that might motivate people to take safety more seriously. And what we found interesting was that more so than, than getting killed, people were worried that if they were to be maimed or injured to the point where they wouldn't be able to ever provide for themselves or their family, they were more concerned about that. Oh, isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. I was going to ask, yeah, what keeps you up at night? I mean, farm safety and try to keep everyone safe and promote the message. Um, but it sounds like a lot <laughs> keeps you up at night when you're thinking about that type of research and behavior, human behavior, and, and how, as an agriculture community, we can, we can reinforce and keep everyone safe. And just those reminders, those subtle reminders, you know, when you wake up in the morning and, and you know, you look at your family and, and take a moment to, to not rush and, and think about, boy, those power lines are there. Yeah, what are the variables today? What do I need to take into consideration? Do I have someone coming to help me? Uh, you know, a lot of neighbors, a lot of volunteers, a lot of family members come out and help with harvest. As you noted, take the time to train because it can save a life. Yeah, yeah. that's right. We have a, a culture that we have developed at Fortis, Alberta, and it's a safety culture where safety is never compromised. You always have to follow the right procedures. There's, there's no shame in getting help from a coworker or having somebody, uh, you know, be your spotter. That's always a good thing. Um, and we would really like to see this culture extended to our customers, mm -hmm. our, you know, and those, especially those who are in risky industries like farming, construction, transportation, those are the three main uh, industries. And, you know, how we've often asked ourselves, how can we extend that culture where safety is never compromised, it's always the first conversation of every day, and we have one goal every day in our, at our work, and that is to make sure that everyone gets home safely. That's the one goal we have at Fortis, Alberta. Yeah, and while we're aligned with uh, at the work we do with Ag for Life, of course, with rural and farm safety, it's about those. It's about those key messages. It's about those reminders because we've all been in those situations where we sort of stopped and went, "Ooh, that maybe wasn't the safest thing I've ever done," and you sort of catch your breath, right? And and okay, you might have been lucky that time, but you know what? You can't count on luck. Um, so. You know we're honored um, to be able to share the message because it's it's so important to us and, and the farming community and and those that work and, and surround it that we do stay safe and agriculture is a community uh, and we want everyone to go home safe absolutely so um, so where can people go for more information around safety when it comes to the power line safety well uh, Fortis Alberta on our website which is fortisalberta.com we have information there uh, also, there's the wheresthelime.ca website. Again, as I said, I was involved with that for about the last 20 or so years, developing some good information. And then let's not forget your website, eggforlife.ca. Yeah. Uh, we have been working together, uh, developing lots of good information as well. So Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Well, like I say, it's... it's um, you know, it's, it's important for all of us that everybody stays safe. And if we can do these little reminders, um, because as you noted, it, it's not one particular person that's prone to the, to the hazard or the risk. It's all of us. It's, you know, we're tired, we're complacent, uh, you know, we're rushed. All of those things 
that accumulate together to have one horrible moment. So, um, so we do want to to encourage people to you know listen to this message, listen to it, share it, and make sure they're sharing it with the entire family. So, uh, Mona, any final thoughts or or messages as we wrap up? Um, I just want to just to touch a little bit on the the thing that always stays with me and and uh, I feel really motivates me probably more than anything else and that is the couple of people that I have met who have lost somebody or have lost limbs in electrical safety incidents. Uh, the one fellow who uh, was operating a grader uh, panicked, came, he brought down a power line, he panicked, he, he, for a moment there it was in his head that he should have stayed in the cab but he said I just in that moment I made the decision to get out and he, he lost both his legs below the knee yeah. but he said I crawled and I could just see my wife's face and my daughter's face as I crawled to get help um, and then I've also met another lady who's an advocate for power line safety in Alberta and she lost her only son when he was 19 oh no and I will never forget their faces and their stories so that's part of what motivates me to get up every day come to Portis Alberta and make sure that we promote safety as being something that you never ever compromise on. Absolutely. Well, as you say, safety is the first priority and uh, let's uh, let's all stay safe out there. So uh, we thank you for taking the time to come uh, and join us today and we are be delighted to have you come back and we'll just keep reminding people that, hey, you know, safety messaging and safety is for everyone and spread the word. Thanks, Lorraine.